0: Hi friends, welcome back to the Creating Eden podcast. I am your host, Eden, and today we are going to be diving into the topic of affirmations, what they are, how to use them, how to write our own affirmations, and um, what other practices we can have to or we can use and connect with to embody our affirmations and what other things that we need to do in order to yeah, actually, actually change our physical reality. Um, and it all for me and the practice that I do, it all starts with affirmations. So I just tried to (laughs) record this episode outside and it was (laughs) like, I was, I was getting so distracted by all of the, um, All of the birds, all of the cars, there was a loud plane and I listened back to, um, to the recording and, you know, there was a few things that you could hear, but I was just getting distracted. So I came inside and I'm going to start recording it again. So here I am. Um, so yeah. What are affirmations? My belief and from my experience, affirmations are anything that I think or say, um, consistently, repeatedly, intentionally or unintentionally um, that affirms what I believe to be true. So they don't actually necessarily have to be positive and supportive and beneficial. Sometimes they can actually be detrimental and um, yeah, really just blocking us and limiting us in many ways. So um, I, I love using affirmations and I've used affirmations for years now But I do want to mention that they are just one part of a much bigger whole. Um, There are kind of three pillars, (laughs) let's say, Um, that, you know, affirmations are just one of the pillars in order to you know, create changes within ourselves, our mindset, our bodies, our beliefs, and our physical reality. Affirmations are what I believe and what I have used for myself are the first step. So the very first step with using affirmations is what are my current affirmations? What am I currently believing? Um, And the reason that I am talking about this topic today is because this came up for me in my meditation this morning, Um, and specifically I'm working with my relationship with um, work and money and rewriting some stories that I learned um, from my parents in my childhood, um, and even just ancestral, moving through some ancestral um, money stories. And yeah, that's, that's like, this is the one area of my life that I feel... I still feel very limited in um, and I, I have been taking some small steps um, this year to rewrite some of those stories and there has been some movement which feels really good to, to know that the work that I'm doing is, is working <laughs> um, but I haven't been as consistent as I've been in the past when working in this way. Um, and therefore, you know, it's taking, it's taking a little bit longer for me to move through these things. And also, of course, with this pregnancy, I was pretty much out of commission for like six weeks. (laughs) Um, so I'm just kind of getting back into the like swing of things back into, um, my, my practices and, yeah, what I need for myself. So, anyways, this is very present and alive for me right now, which um, makes it a lot easier for me to talk about it because um, it's it's just in alignment with where I'm at in this moment. So, how do we how do we work? What's the first step in, in working with affirmations, or not even just that, but in changing something, in creating real sustainable change um, within ourselves and therefore outside of ourselves for me the first thing is awareness if i want to change a belief that i have but i don't even know what the belief is how am i going to change it right so um, the first thing for me is awareness and with affirmations um, they are working with the mind right Um, the three pillars are the mind the body and the spirit, the soul, the energy. Um, these are these are the three kind of pillars that I consistently work with. So, the first one being the mind. Our minds are so powerful. Our bodies are powerful, but our minds are powerful too. Our energy is powerful. All of us is powerful, but our minds are very powerful, and they are particularly powerful in playing a role in what we believe to be true. Um, And the more time that we spend in our minds, uh, the more we're going to feed into our thoughts or the more we're going to believe what our thoughts are telling us. Um, So if we are unconscious of our inner dialogue, the conversations that we're having with ourselves, the types of thoughts that we're having, if we're unaware of the quality of those thoughts and what those thoughts are really telling us, then we can't... We can't change anything, right? We are operating unconsciously. Um, And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe that's where you're at right now. Know that there's nothing wrong with that. Um, If you do have the desire to change, then you are in a really beautiful place listening to this podcast right now. Um, And know that, yeah, there's nothing wrong with being where you're at in the moment. We all start somewhere. Um, Maybe some of us start earlier in our lives. Maybe some of us start later and that's okay too. So um, first thing, I'm going to speak in I terms now in sharing my process. The first thing that I do is identify what my current thoughts and beliefs are. So what I did this morning was I wrote down the thoughts that I was having around work, around money, um, around my worth and my offerings Um, A couple of examples for that, for that with or of those that I will share with you are um, I have to work hard in order to make money. Everything that I do has to be hard. Um, And when I sat with that particular um, belief, I asked myself, like, why? why do I think this, where is this coming from? Um, And it came from not only the society around me, but I have some memories of my dad saying, you know, um, nothing good comes easy Um, and kind of training me to believe that work is hard and being worthy of receiving good things needs to needs to come from hard work. I need to I need to give a lot in order to receive a lot. Um, and you know, this comes from his own programming, his own life, his own childhood, his own parents. Um, he is by no means like <laughs> at fault. Um, he I just I I soaked that in. I learned that and I believe that. And now at this point in my life, it's no longer serving me. So I would like to change it. Um, another example of uh, the current beliefs that I had that i i 'm going to say had because i 'm i 'm in the midst of changing, so um, one of them was um, other people just magically earn all of this money from doing things that they love uh, but i i 'm not allowed i can 't do that for some reason it doesn 't work for me, but it works for everybody else and you know, when I broke that down and asked myself, why, why do I think that? Why do I believe that? Um, And it's because I've created this story that when other people have money, um, it just magically came to them. I, I, when like, that's also uh, so unfair, Um, so unfair to assume that you know, it was just like some magical turn of events, and this person just made all of this money. That's unfair of me to project that story onto them because that is not true, could be, but it's most likely not true. Um, and it, yeah, I, I don't see the work that they are doing um, in order to get where they are, so it kind of undervalues um, what they're doing for themselves. Um, and let's see if I can remember a another um oh just this one this one is a big one um i am not worthy of receiving big amounts of money um and this is one that i've been working on for very inconsistently um but for a while it's kind of uh there was a time in 2020 when i offered my one-to-one mentorship program higher self um where I was really heavily working through these money stories. And, um, you know, it the point that I got to was offering this eight-week or 12-week, I can't even remember, um, program that um, was $1,500. And it took so much. (laughs) It took so much work for me to even name that price um, let alone to actually receive it um, and feel worthy in receiving that compensation Um, and at the end of the day money is energy right it's an energetic exchange for what we're what we're offering um so my worth and my value and my beliefs around that has a lot to do with um, yeah how how much i'm actually opening myself up to receive. Um, if I am blocking myself energetically, um, and with my thoughts already, like I ain't going to get where I want to (laughs) go. Um, so that's a few examples of, yeah, acknowledging what my current mindset is. Um, and then I will always go into asking questions. Well, why do I believe this? Where did this belief come from? Which I kind of talked about already with those examples um just to to understand you know just to understand like why 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 am i thinking this not that it's wrong or bad or i should be ashamed of thinking these things um, but just getting curious getting to the root because uh, when we find oh i hiccuped when we find the root um then we can actually begin to make changes from the root. Whereas if we are just, um, you know, acknowledging the, the symptoms, the root isn't actually going to change. So addressing it as the, at the root um, for me is a way to just support myself in more sustainable changing and shifts. Um, so from there, acknowledging where I'm at and questioning, asking why. Where do I go? well then i go into what do i want to believe instead and know that this is not an overnight process (laughs) think about how many years it took for me to create these stories around money how many experiences i've had um, how many people i've witnessed how many times i've heard people tell me that you know in order to earn a lot of money. I need to give a lot. I need to work really hard in order for it to be worth it, in order for me to be worth it. Um, How many times did I hear that for it to get ingrained, so deeply ingrained that it became a core belief? For me, 28 years. (laughs) 28 years I've been collecting um, my money stories and limiting beliefs around my worth and all of this for the entirety of my life so far um and especially when we are not conscious um about what we are taking in and what we are starting to believe is true oh it is like we we have no control over what we start to believe because we are not aware um so What do I want to believe? What is my end goal, right? And it's going to take a while to get there, but what is my end goal? Well, I would like to believe that I can actually do things that feel easy for me and that I enjoy doing and even fill me up and bring me more energy. I would like to believe that I can do all of those things and earn the amount of money that I would like to earn to feel abundant, to feel provided for, to to feel safe, And supported and um, to be able to not only just meet my basic needs my material needs but also to thrive I want to thrive Um, so and I would like to do that in a way that feels easy for me and for me is the like there's a star (laughs) there's emphasis on the for me because what feels easy for me might feel like completely foreign and uncomfortable and challenging and difficult for somebody else. So um, really emphasizing that I would like to do things that feel easy for me in order to bring myself that financial abundance and success, whatever that looks like and however that feels for me. So um, that is my my end goal. That is the belief that I want to adopt, that I want to start believing, that I want to bring that energy into my life. I want to bring that into my body so that I can start living from that belief. Um, What is another one? Um, I forget already the other (laughs) examples that I gave. Um, Okay, other people somehow magically know way more about money than me um actually no i don't want to do that one i want to do my offerings around my offerings i had a belief of my offerings are not worth um even like my ideas are not worth even making into offerings because nobody's going to buy them anyways and how do i know that right how do i know that if i create something that feels really beautiful and inspiring and aligned with me that nobody's gonna want it and nobody's gonna wanna buy it. I actually don't know until I try. So if I'm stopping myself before I even try, (laughs) then how do I know? I don't know. So how am I going to even bring my ideas um, into fruition if I'm stopping myself before I, I even get out of that brainstorming idea phase? I can't if my if my thoughts and my beliefs are stopping me, right? And even if I do, what energy am I creating them from? I'm creating them from this energy of not being good enough. And those creations, those offerings will hold that energy of not being good enough. And whether we consciously feel it or not, we are energetic beings. We communicate so much through energy and frequency um so that will that will come across for people um whether whether you consciously know it and feel it or not um so what do i want to believe instead instead of believing that you know i might as well not even try because i'm going to fail anyways <laughs> nobody wants it anyways it's a waste of my time and my energy um i am going to create i would like to create the story that First and foremost, I create for the sake of creating, because it brings me joy, because it lights me up and it inspires me. You know, that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I want to, (laughs) because I like sitting here and talking and sharing. I love it. It fills my cup. It excites me. Um, And whether or not people listen to it at this point is irrelevant. Um... Because I am enjoying myself. This is a way that I enjoy spending my time. And a lot of times speaking out loud is a really beautiful way for me to process. Um, So I want to create for the sake of creating because I love it. Because it excites me. Because it ignites something within me. Because it inspires me. Or just because it's fun and I want to. Another, another story that I would like to believe is that when I am in that flow, that creative flow, that alignment, people will see that and they'll want it and they might not even know why. You know, they might not even understand and consciously be aware of why they're interested in the work that I'm doing, why, you know, you might not know why you want to sit and listen to me talk for however many minutes, um, but there's something that's pulling you. Um, So I don't want to stop myself (laughs) from offering things that people might enjoy uh, because I'm already telling myself that nobody's going to um and i also don't want to create from a place of oh i need to do this to make money it's not about the money yes like money is part of it um, because it is an energy exchange when we are offering somebody there needs to be an equal energy exchange and the way that the world works in this present moment most of the world um works in this present moment is that energy exchange is money um and that's, that's just something that, um, yeah, we need to currently accept. Maybe it'll change at some point. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Um, but accepting that, like, yeah, I'm allowed to make money for my creations. Um, and, you know, I love being able to pay for things uh, that people have created that I really resonate with. So why stop myself um, and why believe that you know nobody's going to think the same about me and my creations? Um, so, anyways, <laughs> one is awareness, acknowledge, what's my current belief? Two is question, why do I believe that? Where does it come from? And three is rewrite. What stories do I want to believe instead? And this is where the affirmations come in is writing. And I've used affirmations um, for healing my relationship with my body, rewriting the, the stories that I have about my body. Um, I've also used them to help to navigate a lot of my, you know, inner child um, wounding and trauma and beliefs um, in order to call in a, well, call in the relationship that I'm in now, a really beautiful, powerful, conscious relationship um, and and to feel worthy of receiving that type of love. Um, this has been my process for for that as well um, so yeah this is where the affirmations come in and a practice that I used to do when I worked at the crystal store that I worked at um, I especially in the winter I had so much downtime in that store like oh uh, it was amazing it was so great. Sometimes it was it was hard to just sit there all day and not have much to do. But most of the time, I used it as an opportunity to do my spiritual practices, my spiritual work. Um, I also used to bring my lacrosse ball and go into the back room and just roll out my body while I was uh, there, kind of just waiting for people to come in. Um, of course, if I didn't have anything else to do, like restock the shelves and redo Um, displays and things like that, which I love doing. So anyways, one practice that I had when I worked there um, was I would do all of the steps that I just explained and write out all of the affirmations. And because I worked in a crystal store, I had access to so many beautiful crystals. And, um, you know, I already had a very, um, very big desire or interest I guess interest is better in crystals and I already have been working had been working with them for a while but this um, gave me access to so many more crystals because I didn't have to buy them in order to use them and hang around with them so I would actually um, find crystals that resonated with the energy I was trying to call in or the energy center that I was working with. Um, I also used affirmations a lot to unblock my throat, which has was very um, closed for a lot of my life. And I would walk around in circles in the store holding whatever crystal and just speaking those affirmations out loud again and again and again and again until they like until I didn't have to think about speaking them um and they were just like coming out again and again on repeat um and so what is the purpose of the repetition because the repetition is important um it's it's unrealistic for us to expect to just say one affirmation once and then all of a sudden our whole life is changed. (laughs) Um, But for me, I use them as the tool to reprogram my mind, to reprogram my beliefs. Um, So the more time that I spent saying this affirmation, reading this affirmation, um, a lot of people will um, put it on their like bathroom mirrors or around their houses on like little sticky notes so that you're seeing it frequently um and therefore planting it deeper into your subconscious mind you can also write it down on a piece of paper and put it underneath your pillow with the intention to um, allow those affirmation affirmations into your subconscious mind as you sleep um there's so many ways to work with them Um, another thing another thing that i would do and again this was while i was working at the crystal store um, was i would record myself speaking those affirmations um, with music on in the background Um, and then i I had a 40 minute long drive to and from work Um, so i would just listen to my affirmation recordings on repeat on my drive to and from work um, on days where I wouldn't be scream singing <laughs> and enjoying my drive um, in that way. But yeah, I had a 40-minute long drive there and back. So that was a really, uh, really beautiful use of my time, um, was listening to those affirmations. And for me, what is really important is actually to write our own. And, um, you know, it can be really beautiful to receive affirmations from other people, but I think, and from my experience, um, I, I work better and I believe them more. It's easier for me to start believing them when they came from my own brain. Um, when I was the one who wrote them down, um, and wasn't prompted by, you know, things outside of myself or other people's minds and you know you might feel really stuck um, and that's why i think it's really powerful to start with writing down like what is my current belief why do i have this belief and then what would i like to believe instead of this current belief um because that like what we want to believe instead boom write it down there you go that's your affirmation um so yeah the more we hear these affirmations, the deeper they will be um, programmed into our conscious and subconscious minds. I also would, um, you know, listen to these recordings, some very, very low volume and do a meditation before I went to bed in the evenings um, or at night. Um, And that was really powerful as well. And there was even sometimes in my dreams where something would happen in my dream and I would hear my subconscious mind i wouldn't be saying it in my dream but i would hear my subconscious mind think that affirmation and like relay that affirmation back to me so um super cool super cool the subconscious mind is fascinating but um yeah so okay now let's say i've been saying these affirmations for a few weeks um and nothing in my life is changing that's okay again this is this is a lengthy process. It's going to take time. Um, it's not a one and done overnight success. Um, but eventually from what I've experienced, I have noticed myself come into, um, situations or conversations or, you know, be doing something. And then I would hear the belief, the affirmation that I didn't want to believe, um, And I would hear myself say like, Oh, I'm not good enough at this. Or, um, you know, I hate the way that my body looks in this way or in this clothing or whatever. Um, I'm not worthy of receiving this type of love. I would hear that and then think, Oh, I have an affirmation for this. And then I would like override i want to say that thought process and choose i would consciously choose to believe something different um instead of focusing on like oh i don't like the way that my body looks in whatever i'm wearing i would shift into my body does so much for me my body is so strong and flexible and powerful and it's held me through everything that i've experienced and i am grateful for my body even if I don't love the way that it looks in this moment, I'm still grateful for my body, and I'm still sending it love. Um, or, I think this happened recently. Um, I heard myself say like, "Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna share my offering online again." Like, no, that's that's like too scary or annoying or whatever. And I consciously chose, nope, I'm gonna keep sharing because if I don't share, then nobody's gonna know. Um, and nobody can find me, so I'm going to keep sharing. Um, so just, I, I started having moments where um, I would think the past negative belief and then catch myself rewriting it in the present moment and choosing to believe something else instead. Um, so that's great. That's great. When we get to the the point where, okay, I'm I'm believing something different now. This is amazing. Then what? right and this you can do simultaneously it doesn't have to be like okay first i do this until i'm like complete and then i do the next thing and then i do the next thing um this all can happen in very like similar cohesive kind of timelines um but okay i do my affirmations now what And this is where this, this episode goes above and beyond just the conversation of affirmations. Um, But I do believe that they're a really beautiful and powerful starting point for many people and maybe not for you and that's okay. Um, But for many people, I think that they can be really supportive. Um, So then I would go into the energy work. Um, What energy am I carrying? Because if I'm believing this and this is on repeat in my mind, then it's in my energy field as well, right? So what practices can I start to integrate into my life to clear that belief from my energy field and call in something different? Um, there's a few a few ways. Um, and the first one, I'll just share, actually, I'll just share some examples of what I have done. Um, I have done releasing rituals, many like burning rituals where I have written down all of the beliefs um, that I had and wanted to release and I've offered them to spirit to the universe to god whatever you want to say whatever words you want to use and resonate with um and asked for energetic support in releasing these um yeah this this energy and these beliefs and then I would burn it um sometimes like uh you know rip it up and bury it. You can use any element really. You can have it blow away in the wind. Uh, I've done that with the ashes of, I actually just got a memory of doing that when I um, was releasing my uh, like addictive relationship with alcohol and I had a really beautiful um, releasing ceremony and closing kind of ceremony with that relationship and I burnt everything that I was releasing and it was like an intensely windy like it was, it was it was so beautiful and magical like i was sat there and i was by myself um in an airbnb i was staying at in the to- at staying in at the time and as i finished burning it and i sat there like i just heard the wind go crazy outside and i was like Oh my gosh this is, this is like i feel you know when it's super windy there's so much energy right so i was like i feel this energy i'm gonna go outside and i went outside with my bowl of ashes and um, they just blew away in the wind and it was just like oh, just pure magic so you can really connect with the elements um, if that calls to you um, as a woman who bleeds i would also use my menstrual cycle Um, as a a specifically as a tool of releasing, because that is, you know, we're releasing, we're making space for the new, releasing what no longer serves. Um, So I would write down with my bleed, with the shedding of my uterus, I also energetically release XYZ, whatever I was wanting to work through and release that month. Um, And then I would capture (laughs) Capture my blood Um, I would collect my blood um, Using like a diva cup um, Or sometimes I would just drip over top of my Kind of like little carafe thing that I have And like drip into it to collect my blood and I would put some water in it. Um, and then I would take it with that intention infused into the blood and the water and I would take it down to the river and I would release it into the river. Sometimes I would pour it on the lands wherever I was staying or living at the time. Um, sometimes I would actually just go outside and free bleed onto the ground and use that kind of as a, an energetic offering. Um, so that's really powerful if you, um, if you're bleeding as well and that is a ritual you want to partake in um and then there's the more like etheric energetic stuff that's not necessarily in the physical that that happens um in meditation and some people call this like quantum energy clearing or energy work Um, or, you know, in the astral, whatever you want to call it, whatever you resonate with. Um, There's, there's like meditations, guided meditations you can do. There's meditations you can take yourself through, um, visualizations. So for instance, going back to, um, you know, that, that deep seated belief that work has to be hard, that I learned from my dad, I would go back, I would get into a meditative state and I would call upon that, version of me who started to believe that this was true that I always had to work hard in order to be worthy um, and to earn anything um, and just see kind of what age I was um, and just ask that version of me like you know how has this uh how has this belief served you and be visualizing like my younger self in front of me having this conversation, how has this served you? How has this, you know, a lot of, a lot of beliefs are, are trying to, trying to protect us, trying to keep us safe. Um, so in that case, like, how has this belief kept me safe? And like, oh, it's done X, Y, Z for me. It's kept me out of this. Um, you know, this is something for like a lot of my people pleasing kind of behaviors. Um, they've kept me safe they've kept me feeling safe because they've kept me feeling love when i people please um i feel i feel loved i feel accepted and therefore i feel safe Um, so acknowledging like how how that has um kept you safe how that has supported you how that has um yeah just been been supportive up until this moment Um, and then acknowledging the ways that it's not supportive and not serving and maybe the things that it's holding us back from and the things that it's limiting us from experiencing or believing or even being open to experience, experiencing. Um, And then thanking that story, thanking that belief for the ways that it it has served. Um, And for me, then I'll kindly ask it to leave and I'll say, you know, I, I see you, I honor you, I value you, I love you. And in this chapter of my life, I no longer need you. So thank you for being there for me. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your work. Um, And you can leave. You can leave now with so much love and reverence. Um, So that's another one as well. Uh, Another thing is like energetic cord cutting. You can do energy clearing, um, visualizations. Um, during your meditation, there's, there's so many ways to work with energy. And for me, I think like connecting with your intuition and seeing what's going to feel most natural and authentic and resonant for you is the most powerful way to go. Um, I personally don't like guided meditations um, so much because they don't feel personalized. They don't feel, um, I don't know, I just don't really, I don't really like them. I don't really use them. For some people, they might be so fucking powerful and maybe I just haven't found any that I resonate with or have needed um, at the time. But for me, I think that, um, yeah, connecting with our own intuition first and seeing what we need um, is gonna be the most powerful. And that's not to say that having somebody guide you and somebody support you um, is not just as powerful. I have an offering where um you know it's called the soul session and I guide you through um different you know meditations different visualizations different releasing things different energy work and um you know it's it's not it's not something that uh, we should avoid if you feel called to use guided meditations amazing um I guess what I'm trying to get at is that you are capable of um, figuring it out. But if you want support and you want someone to even guide you once so that you can learn um, the way that they guide you, the way the offering that they have, and then you can make it your own. That's what I've done. Um, I've had people uh, in mostly in one-on-one sessions and um, guide me through a couple of visualizations. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. Um, And now I've expanded so much and made them my own, made them resonate with me and the way that my energy works and just what feels good for me. So um, yeah, there's so many ways, (laughs) so many ways to work with energy. Um, If you are new to working with energy and you're really like in your head, you don't know where to start, then yeah, somebody guiding you and supporting you could be the most powerful thing for you rather than thinking that you have to do it on your own. Yeah, I guess just check in with yourself and see what you need. Maybe that's someone to support you and maybe that's to figure it out yourself. Um, Maybe you already have like a base fundamental kind of practice that you can pull from and tweak and change. Um, So really just connecting with yourself and what you need in order for that energy work to, yeah, to be done. So that can be done simultaneously with um, affirmations. I usually do both not at the exact same time but um you know i'm working through both things at the same time the last thing the last pillar is the body the physical realm um we've done the mind yeah we've done the energy (laughs) i wish you could see the arm gestures i was doing Um, and now we're gonna do the body the 3d reality what is physically in front of us um So, this is where we take action to create change. Well, we are taking action by changing the stories and using affirmations and um, doing the energy work that is taking action um, and that is fundamental and important uh, work before we can take aligned action in the physical. um, but basically what we then need to do is align our actions, align our, the way that we are navigating the world with our new story, with the energy that we want to call in instead. Um, I'm actually going to backtrack and, and and add one more um, practice that I, that I forgot to share that I think is so powerful and so important and something that I used like Oof, to call in um, not only the the space that I'm living in now, also the relationship that I'm in now, also the courage to leave my past relationship so that I could actually follow what my heart was telling me to follow. Um, and that is calling that new energy in, yeah? So once we clear the energy, we need to also call in the new the new energy, right? To take up the space that was cleared by the old. Um, or else, if we just leave that space open and we don't intentionally call in into that space, call in the energy, what we want into that space, it's going to get filled up again. Um, and if we're unconscious about it, we don't know exactly what is it's being filled up with. But, um, so once we've done the energy clearing practices, then we can call in the energy that we want to be in. So an example of this is, um, the relationship that I'm in now, I wrote down everything that I wanted to feel in this relationship. Um, I I wrote down all of the qualities that I wanted my partner to have, and in this specific instance, it was really important for me to not be attached to the who, who it was, and actually just be attached to the energy that I want. I want that energy, um, and I'm calling in that energy, and I'm not gonna settle for anything less than that energy. Um, So, I sat, I wrote down everything I wanted and you can do this with your affirmations as well or you can write affirmations on how you want to feel. How is it going to feel for me to offer things that I'm so inspired by, so excited about and so aligned with? How's it going to feel? It's going to feel amazing. It's going to feel exciting. It's going to feel energizing. It's going to feel empowering and it's going to feel easy because I'm so excited about it. Uh, so, um calling in that and giving myself permission to feel that, and I would do this by closing my eyes and feeling what does it feel like to feel excited? How does that feel in my body? For me, it feels like ooh, there's like this bubbling up sensation that comes into my chest and it feels really expansive and explosive, like ah, oh, yes. <laughs> and i would do that and i would i would embody that energy and allow myself to experience that um i also did this practice when i was trying to figure out who who am i (laughs) how how do i react to things what what is my authentic expression of joy you know i would feel that joy in my body and i would let it be expressed in whatever way um so in the example of calling in this relationship some things that i wanted i wanted to feel seen i wanted to feel um like understood i wanted someone who would listen to me so i wanted to feel heard um and then i would sit and think like what does it feel like for me to feel seen and i would feel that and like oh oh for me there's just this melting feeling and this like softening and opening of oh you see me. I don't need to fight for you to see me. You see me. Um, another one was, I wanna feel desired. You know, I wanna feel sexy. I wanna feel, um, yeah, just like that that desire um, or being desired. I wanna feel wanted. You know, and what does that feel? Like, oh, it feels really juicy and like it makes me start moving my shoulders and my chest, I'm like, ooh. Ooh, and it gets me in this like, almost like teasing kind of energy, you know, so I would allow myself to feel that energy and bring that energy in. Um, so that's also something that's really important is to incorporate those practices. And again, you know, these can be done in succession um, in in like your, you know, however long you um, set aside for yourself in the morning for your practice or whenever you do your practice, if you have a practice currently, or maybe you want to set up a practice. And these are some things that you can start with, um, is to sit and to, okay, get clear on what those stories are. Um, once you've already written them, it's, you know, a lot easier. You can dive into the practice right away and create that consistent routine and ritual and habit, um, so yeah, then the next is operating operating in the 3D world um, from these new beliefs, from this new energy, embodying this new energy. So the example I'll use, um, I'll give two examples. The first example I'll use is this relationship. Um, I had to be willing to say goodbye to the relationship that I was in because it was not in alignment with the energy that I was calling in. and specifically with, with relationships, um, this can be really hard, really hard, especially like I didn't know, (laughs) I didn't know at the time, um, that this kind of relationship even existed because I had never seen it. I'd never experienced it. I've never witnessed it in real life. Um, so I didn't know if it was real or not for, you know, for a time I was like, am I, am I just making shit up? (laughs) Am I just making stuff up? And, you know, am I sitting here in this like daydream calling this in? Um, But no, (laughs) they're also in, in terms of relationship. There was a lot of, a lot of work that had to be done um, before I was ready to receive the relationship that I'm in. And there's also like a level of commitment and willingness to be doing and growing through that. Um, and, uh, anyways, I, I was doing that for like a year before I actually was ready to receive this relationship, but anyways, um, that's part of the physical work is, okay, am I going to act based on my past belief or am I going to act based on the energy that I want to be in alignment with, that I want to be calling in, the belief that I want to have. And it's hard. I'm not gonna lie, it's hard and it's scary stepping into these new ways of being, because that's what it is. Um, It's not just beliefs, but it's new ways of being. Stepping into those new ways of being, especially if you've never experienced it before, can be so scary and feel so foreign. And uncomfortable but if we stay where we are we're not going to be able to make the changes that we want to make and we're not going to be able to change the things that are outside of ourselves Um, so not only did I have to be willing to let go of the relationship that I had um, that wasn't in alignment even if that meant hurting my ex-partner even if it meant being the villain in his eyes in his story um, and letting him down and also you know at that point I had to release the entire future that I had envisioned, envisioned with him so there's a lot of things that were hard and scary about that um, and then I had to be willing when it actually arrived <laughs> I had to be willing to say yes even though it was new and scary and didn't feel um, safe and not didn't feel safe in the way that you know my partner wasn't safe it was it didn't feel safe because it was new and I didn't know what to expect. so it was so unknown that I felt so expansive that I almost couldn't touch the ground and like imagine if the ground just like <laughs> disappeared from underneath you. That's what it felt like. Um, but I was committed to saying yes. Um, and then it's, it's a consistent saying yes, a consistent returning to, um, anytime that something, you know, one of us would get triggered. It's being willing to, um, continuously choose to be in this partnership, to be in this relationship. Um, and that goes for anything that we want to be committed to. It's not just a relationship. Um, the, the other example, uh, is, you know, when I first had, like, I had a really beautiful revelation that my partner mirrored back to me, um, quite a few months ago, um, in my relationship with money, he was like, you're kind of stuck in, in the same cycle. Like I've witnessed you do the same thing for like five months in a row and nothing is changing. You're not, you're actually doing anything about it. Like you, you feel the scarcity, you feel the fear, you cry about it. Um, and then, you know, like something helps you. Uh, you you end up being able to pay all of your bills. And then it's the same cycle next month. And uh, I had like a hole. <laughs> I cried for half an hour because um, I didn't realize. I didn't see. I wasn't aware of that cycle. Um, but then once I got aware, <laughs> once that awareness found me, <laughs> I, could, I could start doing something about it. And for me, um, I didn't have a credit card and, you know, that's that's a way that <laughs> um can feel depending on what your beliefs are i know some people hate credit cards but um they they can be very very supportive um in the society that we live in now and um yeah living like paycheck to to paycheck is um <laughs> it's stressful um i had no overdraft and i had no credit card so it was literally like what Whatever money I have is the money that I have. Um, and uh, I had a story that even if I applied for a credit card, I would get denied. Um, and uh, what did that do? That stopped me from even going to the bank and having an appointment. And I had that appointment booked twice, and I canceled it twice because I I held myself back from that. Um, so... Once I, you know, got clear on some stuff, I was like, okay, what what steps can I take? What can I do in this physical realm right now to help me get closer to what it is that I am wanting? And that was to actually, to book an appointment at the bank and actually go. And then as like, um, you know, immediate, uh, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but. What, I, what happened for me then was I had to get all of my pay stubs and um, it turned out that I was getting underpaid. Um, so I got a bonus on my next paycheck, which I was not expecting for work that I had already done months ago. And I was like, fuck yes, this feels amazing. Like it felt like free money, even though it wasn't. But the work was done so long ago that I forgot. Um, and I was like, wow. This is, this is great, <laughs> this is amazing. And then what happened? I went to the bank and bless, 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 bless the man that I had. Um, he was just so kind and so sweet and like did everything he could to get me that credit card and he did. And like I left the bank and I just sobbed and I was like, okay, like there we go. And now like just having that credit card gives me so much breathing room and it also gives me so much opportunity. Um, I get to do this uh, 12-week group program that I'm so excited about. Um, It starts in like three weeks and uh, if I didn't get that credit card I wouldn't have been able to you know invest in that container for myself. Um, that it's like, I'm already so activated by it that I just know it's going to be amazing. And it's going to help me shift a lot of things. But, um, so that's some like physical, tangible things that I could do in the moment that I received energy back, right? Um, if I didn't ask for those pay stubs and didn't go to that credit card, well, if I, if I kept avoiding that appointment, I never would have known that I was getting underpaid because I didn't have um, all of my pay subs. Um, so yeah, it was just like, oh, here we go. There's some energy moving now. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think if there's like any other, uh, example that I want to give from, um, uh, my own, my own experience. Um, One of the, yeah, yeah, one of the um, affirmations that I worked with for a long time was I trust myself. There was a point in my life where I didn't trust anything that I said. I didn't trust anything that I did. I didn't trust myself. I didn't, I didn't even know myself. Um, But I I thought that everybody else knew what was best for me and that I was absolutely clueless. Um, And... I had written, I trust myself on my mirror and this, this was actually, um, an affirmation that was, that was suggested for me. Um, and I didn't know, like, I felt like a lie (laughs) when I first started saying it, it felt like a lie. Um, but I kept saying it anyways. Um, and then, you know, when, when I would have conversations with my now ex-partner, I would think, wait like I, I could see the ways that he was um you know trying to tell me what was best for me and I remember there was a time where I got really angry when I fully fully saw that clearly and I, I was so angry I was like how long how long have I let somebody else make decisions for me because I didn't think that I knew what was best for me and uh then I had to start actually listening to myself by trusting myself, it means that, you know, I trust that I know what is best for me or I trust that I can handle, you know, the consequences or whatever comes my way. Um, but trusting myself to enough to be able to handle whatever comes my way. So, um, yeah. And now, <laughs> if somebody tries to tell me I, like this belief is so deeply ingrained now that if somebody tries to tell me what is best for me, I'm like, please just don't, <laughs> don't waste your breath because you actually don't know. You don't know what it feels like to live inside my body. Uh, therefore, you don't know what feels best and what feels right for me. Um, you also, you know, you have different lived experiences than me. Um, and you know, this this doesn't mean that I'll never listen to anything anyone says, but it means that I have discernment. And, you know, someone can offer me something and I can think, "Mm, does that feel right? Does that feel resonant? Actually, no, it doesn't. Maybe, (laughs) years later, I'm like, damn, that person was right. Um, But I got to learn through XYZ experiences um, and I got to get there in my own way, in my own time. so yeah, that's, that's the work that, we, that we'll have to do in the physical is actually showing up, um, embodying the energy that we are calling in and wanting to embody, believing those stories that we want to believe um, and actually acting in alignment. Because if I'm saying that I trust myself or I trust my body and then I let somebody else tell me what's best for me, that's not acting in alignment with that belief right? It's listening to somebody else. And, um, with that, I mean like blindly listening someone says like, Oh, I think you should do this. And I'm like, okay, they said I should, so I should. And it's like, well, actually, did I even sit with it? Did I even question it? Did I feel into how that actually would feel for me? Do I need that? Is it necessary? You know, um, if I want to believe that my offerings are worthy of being shared and given to the world, um, then I'm going to have to actually allow myself to create them, right? I can't just start saying, oh, you know, I want to believe uh, that my offerings are worthy and then never create anything. Because while yes, that's true and I could believe that, if I don't actually act on it, um, then, you know, I'm not creating that tangible physical change that I'm desiring, right? Um, yeah, I I use this process to call in the friendships and the community that I have around me now, people that are like-minded and in alignment. And in order to do that, I had to be willing to potentially be not liked, (laughs) to be pointed in a different direction. Um, I had to be a lot of the time, if not most of the time, um, I had to be the first one to be vulnerable and to be open, um, to create that depth and that safety and that vulnerability within the relationships and connections that I'm in. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not just, uh, oh, I'm going to say this affirmation and my whole life is going to change. There's so much more, so much more work that goes into it. Um, so much, so many more layers than just saying an affirmation. Um, And yes, they're a beautiful place to start. Beautiful place to start. And if we actually want to um, create that physical, tangible change, which I think is what a lot of us want, you know, believing. Like I got to a point where um, I loved myself. I really loved myself and I really loved who I was. That I was like, I could live, I could live my life like this. I could still be in, you know, friendships that were out of alignment because I could come home and love myself and know that I don't need anyone else to love me um, in order to, to love myself. You know, I can, I can love who I am. Um, and, you know, I was, I, was like, I was living with my parents at the time <laughs> and I wouldn't want to live there forever, but I was like, I could live like this. Like, I could live like this and i'm sure that they are happy that i'm gone they miss me sometimes but i'm sure they're happy that i'm gone out in the world doing my own thing right living my own life um but i was in this space where i was really just like i could live like this i really could um and i still started to take the actions necessary i didn't know that i was doing like all of this all of this stuff that i'm sharing with you Um, are things that I've had, I've had a few people like offer me this um, affirmation and this one-on-one session. Um, But most of them have been trial and error and figuring it out myself and seeing what worked. And, you know, when I called in the relationship that I'm in now, I remember being in just like absolute disbelief and like just crying and thinking like, I actually did it. Like I actually did it. Is this real fucking life? And the same with like, you know, one day I found myself like living in the beautiful community that I live in with all of these friends. And I had hosted a gathering at my house and there was like 15 women. And um, I was just sitting in the circle and like I was just sobbing as I was sharing with them. I was just sobbing like I didn't think that I was allowed to experience this at some point. And now I have all of these beautiful beings in my home in my fucking living room because of me because i took the action you know even with something as simple as like oh i want to have a gathering um take action be the one to step into your masculine energy to actually create it you know i i created the group invited all of the people that i thought that would want to be there and enjoy it. And I also opened it to, you know, if anyone else thinks that um, has any friends that feel like they would resonate with this, um, send it their way, created a little graphic. I decided what we were gonna do and asked everyone, you know, we had a potluck, asked everyone to bring something for the table um, and then had a beautiful fucking time where I was just like, I did not think I was ever gonna get to experience this. And now here I am experiencing it because of the work that I've done Um, so yeah all all in all (laughs) there's so many layers to all of this work Um, and also patience things take time um, to to happen to move in the physical right things in the energetic realm oh they can happen so quickly Um, they can move so quickly Um, but things in the physical take time and that's why you know coming back to nature is um, a really beautiful reminder that the things outside of us um, physical tangible things can take time right they go through cycles go through seasons um, and we're not necessarily going to be in full bloom all of the time but it's still possible we just have to might have to be a little more patient than we want to be, which has also been a really beautiful, uh, <laughs> a really beautiful um, lesson for me. <laughs> so I hope that you got more than you bargained for with listening to this podcast and my shares. Um, And yeah, maybe this, maybe this, my hopes is that maybe this has inspired you to maybe change up your practice a little bit, try something new. Um, Or maybe this just affirms the work that you're already doing. And, you know, it gives you that little like boost to continue doing the work that you're doing. Or maybe this gives you a starting point. Maybe you're like, I had no idea where to even start. All I know is I do have these deep desires to, um, to shift, you know, to shift these things, to, um, create different relationships, to offer different things, to have these different beliefs, but I don't know where to start. Maybe this has given you a place to start. Um, and yeah, if, if not, maybe this was just something for you to think about something to contemplate. Um, but I am very, very grateful if you have made it this far. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And um yeah, like I said, I hope that there's at least one thing that you could take away from this, if not more, but hmm. mm-hmm. <sighs> I hope you have a beautiful day, night, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this. Um And um, yeah, again, thank you for listening and being here. I look forward to speaking to you again soon.